It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. I hope you had a delightful Thanksgiving. The phone number, if you'd like to chime in today, 877-97-ERIC-877-973-7425. You go away for a few days and you come back and you hear the music start and realize there's no place you'd rather be. All right, we have to talk about Omicron. Out of the gate, let's talk about Omicron. You should know we're not going to have a uh, she variant of, of of COVID because it would offend the Chinese dictator. Uh, so we've jumped over to the Omicron variant in the Greek alphabet, but that allows us to put some perspective on the great freakout that is about this variant. You know, we had the alpha uh, variant is the original COVID, and then you have beta, and then gamma, and then delta. We all know about the Delta variant. The media's been talking about the Delta variant for a year. But there was along the way, Epsilon and Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, Kappa, Lambda, and Mu. We've had all those variants. Now, there was, you will recall, sometime, gosh, middle of the year, can't believe it's almost the year. Where did the year go? But sometime around June, July, or August, there was the Lambda variant. It came up out of Peru. Now, it spread into Los Angeles. There were multiple signs of the Lambda variant, but the Lambda variant collapsed. There was about a three-day media freakout about the Lambda variant, and then it all went away. Well, now we're at Omicron. Now, here are a couple of things that, that make it different from the Lambda variant. I want to put this all in perspective for you because you should not be freaking out. We'll get into why the media is freaking out, but you should not be freaking out. Let me give you the data. The data is the reason the media did not freak out as much about the Lambda variant as the Omicron variant is because the Lambda variant came out of South America. The Omicron variant comes out of Southern Africa, not South Africa, but it is in South Africa, but Southern Africa, Botswana, Lesotho, uh, Namibia, uh, South Africa. The Omicron variant is coming out of Southern Africa. The Lambda variant came out of South America, and particularly in Peru and Chile, and it moved north. It got into Los Angeles. The reason that we didn't freak out as much about the Lambda variant has a lot to do with South Africa and AIDS. South Africa had a massive HIV AIDS epidemic and began a testing protocols and screening regimes that made it very, very easy to identify various diseases and their mutations their screening and their genome sequencing became very, very good. 
South America did not have this, so it was slow on the uptake to identify who had the Lambda variant and how far the Lambda variant spread. It did not seek into the American consciousness until Lambda was already pretty far gone. It turned out Lambda was no big deal. With South Africa, they're on the bleeding edge of detection. So they were able to pick up the Omicron variant very, very quickly because they do sequencing for pretty much everybody. Because, again, it goes back to using the infrastructure they put in place for the AIDS epidemic. So the Omicron variant was sequenced very, very early, detected very, very early, and we know where it came from. It came from Botswana, it came from Lesotho, it came from Swaziland, it came from South Africa. It has already spread into Europe, it has already spread into Great Britain, it's already spread into Canada. It's probably already in the United States. I would not be surprised if you get a push alert during the show today or tomorrow announcing that it's been detected in the United States because now they're looking for it. Now, what do we know so far about the Omicron variant? We know the media perceives it's more rapidly spread than the Lambda variant because the testing protocols in South Africa are so good, they can detect it very early and they can detect how widespread it is very early, something that didn't exist with the Lambda variant. Frankly, didn't really exist with the Delta variant, which was, you will recall, actually the Indian variant that swept through India and then moved around the world. The original South African variant is the beta variant. They switched to Greek names. They're actually a series of numbers they use, like B116.11.2 or something like that. Looks like a software update, and then they give it a Greek letter, the ones that they think are actually really significant and, and spread. So here we are at Omicron. We've skipped uh, new and she because new sounds like new in you, the Greek letter sounds like new in EW. They thought that would be too much confusion. They skipped the other because they didn't want to offend China. So, but we've had epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, and lambda and mu. So now here we are at Omicron. It's not like the other variants didn't exist. So what do we know? According to the South African doctors who have encountered it, the symptoms tend to be mild, but also tend to be a little different from your standard COVID. Uh, racing hearts, uh, more sweating. Uh, you don't lose your taste. You don't lose your sense of smell. You do, particularly younger people, tend to have racing heartbeats. But again, South African doctors have thus far said it is early. What we know in these early days is that hospitalizations are not seeing an uptick in South Africa or surrounding countries, even though their vaccine rates are lower than the vaccine rates in this country. Vaccinations in South Africa are less than in this country, and they're not seeing an uptick in hospitalizations. We are also in South Africa not seeing severe cases. Here's something you should know. It's kind of epidemiology 101. This isn't from me, obviously. I'm not an epidemiologist, but I talk to a lot of them. You know, a virus doesn't want to kill you. I know it seems like viruses want to kill you. Viruses want to reproduce and spread. A virus cannot reproduce and spread if it kills you. So viruses over time, a lot of the mutations actually tend to make the virus less deadly because if the virus is too deadly in the host it infects, it can't reproduce and spread. So we shouldn't freak out about all the variants. Now, sometimes there's a variant that becomes far more deadly, and that one dies out fairly quickly. 
And then another variant comes along that is actually not as bad. This is what happened to the flu over time. The modern flu relates back to the Spanish flu, which was very deadly for a number of years and then wound down as mutations came along. And now we have the seasonal flu. We will have seasonal COVID for the rest of this planet's history, as long as there are human beings on it. The Omicron variant does not seem to be the great freak out that the media has done. The markets tanked on Friday out of panic over the Omicron variant uh, because so many people were scaring them. Now, where are the markets right now? Uh, while I'm speaking, the Dow is up, the NASDAQ is up, the S&P is up, all of them up, rebounding from where, what happened on Friday. When the markets all freaked out, the Omicron variant freak out is not helping Joe Biden. There's something else, though, here you need to understand. This one very much, you gotta, you got to appreciate this. We're not going to get reasonable coverage of Omicron. What I told you, I think, is fairly reasonable. It is detected largely because it's in South Africa. It is detected as quickly and as widespread as it is largely because South Africa's testing regimes go back to the AIDS epidemic of the 1980s and 90s. They have all of the the tools in place to be able to do it, to do it very effectively, to do it very quickly. What the doctors are saying is that hospitals are not being overwhelmed. The vaccination rate in South Africa is less than ours, and they're not being overwhelmed in hospitals. That's a good sign. The symptoms are relatively mild. People do not lose their taste. People do not lose their smell. That's a good sign. But you have mostly hysteria in the mainstream media of the United States. Why? Again, this is my working theory. They have PTSD. This is a news story that has not gone away. It was around during the Trump administration. In fact, it was the first major storyline that never left. Trump had this amazing superpower. He was able to change news stories every day. COVID was his kryptonite. Donald Trump could mean tweet and immediately change the entire media story of the day. Donald Trump could step on himself. He could give a great State of the Union address three days later, tweet something obnoxious, and suddenly no one's talking about State of the Union. They've moved on to the mean tweet. And then two days later, he could tweet something else, and they move on to that. He had an amazing ability to steer the news coverage where he wanted it to go to his benefit. And then COVID happened. COVID overshadowed everything. And despite Donald Trump's best efforts, he could not shake the COVID coverage. In fact, part of the COVID coverage was designed to defeat Donald Trump. The media was relentlessly negative about it. You will recall Democrats and some members of the media cast doubts on the vaccine and Operation Warp Speed. They didn't want Trump to have any credit for it. But while all of this was going on in the beginning, in New York City, in Miami, in Chicago, in Los Angeles, reporters, national reporters, regional reporters, newspapers, television stations, they were covering COVID and it was something no one had ever seen. Hospitals were filled up with people overrun, worse than your normal like wave of flu. So many people were dying that they were putting people in meat lockers. They were putting people on ventilators. It turns out now some of the people who died, died because they were on ventilators and perhaps they should not have been on ventilators. They might should have been given other treatments, but we didn't know at the time. Doctors were doing their best. We were flying blind. The data from China, if it existed, was unreliable. 
So for months on end, the protocols kept changing. When do you vent? When do you not vent? When do you wear a mask? When do you not wear a mask? What do you do? What are your protocols? And now it turns out a lot of what we've embraced at this point really doesn't do a lot of good. At the height of the pandemic, when hospitals were being overwhelmed, wearing a mask would have helped because it could have reduced things by about 10%. Now, a reduction of 10% really isn't anything. And there are some questions now because of the mutations of COVID, whether a mask does any good or not. I'm in the camp that masks at one point served a purpose. They don't serve a purpose anymore. There's no reason to keep wearing them. They didn't know whether it would affect kids or not. This, this variant appears to impact young people, but the young people are in their 20s and 30s, not elementary school kids. Still, COVID doesn't appear to impact elementary school kids, even the Omicron variant. But the media is freaked out because it was there covering the early days. It was covering the bodies. It was covering, and in many cases, experienced themselves at a personal level, the parents who died of COVID, separated from their children, unable to even be seen or to see them. It covered the kids whose parents died, leaving them parentless. The American media covered it all. And so many of them were in New York and Los Angeles, in Miami and Chicago. It deeply affected them. They have PTSD. Every time they hear about COVID, it flares up. They go into hyperbole. They go into hysteria. They can't cover it reasonably. They can't cover it prudently. Based on the early signs of Omicron and the scans of the virus, it appears, you know, the little spiky proteins that are on the outside. When you do COVID, it has these little red hairs on the outside. Those are the proteins. That's how it gets in and binds into your lungs and in your body. There are mutations on those protein spikes that appear that it could ward off the vaccine and keep the vaccine, uh, keep your antibodies from being able to lock on to COVID. That's a warning sign. That's one reason they're concerned. It looks like this is the first real variant to mutate in a way that make the current vaccines less effective. But thus far, the people who are getting it don't have even don't have widespread symptoms, don't have deep, dire symptoms. So there's an upside and there's a downside, but it's too early to freak out. There's still so much we do not know. The media in this country cannot help itself, however, in the way it's freaking out. What I'm telling you, though, is based on the data we know, the vaccines work. They're not 100%. They certainly do minimize the impact of the virus. The hospitalization and death rate of people who are vaccinated is far less than the people who are unvaccinated. The vaccine and the booster, if you get the booster or not, will still do you some good against any of these variants because it has built up your immune system and our immune systems are powerful, amazing things. But at this point, we are almost now two full years into COVID. It is endemic. It's not a pandemic. It's never going away. We should stop treating it as if it will go away. It's never going to go away. We need to stop living by fear. We need to live reasonably. Social distancing turns out to just be feel-good safety theater. We can get rid of it. Masks at this point can be gotten rid of. Lockdowns of schools can be gotten rid of. You, you know what's going what's gonna to do well is for you not to live by fear, but to live reasonably, to wash your hands, 
to cover your mouth when you cough. When you're not feeling well, stay home. Don't take one for the team and show up at the office try, try, trying to tough it out. Stay home. Work from home. But otherwise, get on with your life. And importantly, at this point, tune out the hysteria from the mainstream media because they are incapable of dealing reasonably with COVID at this point. They, they need therapy in order to calm down about it. You're not going to get reasonable, rational advice from members of the mainstream media right now on COVID. What you need to know is that it's too soon to tell, but so far in South Africa, the symptoms of people who have the Omicron variant are very mild and hospitalizations have not spiked. That's good news for us considering we have a higher vaccination rate than South Africa. Y'all, I love my X chair. I honest to goodness, I so I wasn't sure about X chair because let's just be honest. Sometimes you hear podcast endorsement ads, you see something on the internet, you're just like, I don't know, maybe it's not that good. And I had a Herman Miller chair. Well, I had keyword had. I gave it away. The X chair. It is the most comfortable ergonomic chair I've ever used. Honestly, it's probably the coolest looking piece of furniture I own as well. What makes it great? Well, it's got patented dynamic variable lumbar support. You can also add the LMAX technology with four massage options and the ability to warm or cool your back. I'm telling you, this thing is fantastic. I use it in my office. I sit so long doing talk radio, having the massager on, you can't even hear it on the radio. That's how quiet it is, and it works. It's the perfect time to purchase an X chair. Why? Because now it's the only time it goes on sale all year long. That's right. Only on Cyber Monday weekend does the X chair go on sale. You deserve an X chair. You're going to kick yourself if you miss this deal. Save up to $500 on X chair, four days only. Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Go to xchaireric.com now. That's the letter X, chair, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, dot com. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase as little as $25 a month. Go to xchaireric.com and save up to $500. That's xchaireric.com. Remember, it's E-R-I-C-K. This is the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan Nationwide. They can help your business grow. If you need six-figure loans, buy a building, build a building, buy a fleet of vehicles, something cool and expensive, reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan. They want to help your business. They've been doing it since the early 90s. Their website is firstlibertyga.com, firstlibertyga.com. Y'all, this uh, president has spoken. I need to play for you uh, quickly a bit of his... Um, Speech because, well, I'm intrigued by some of his claims. He, the, the president of the United States stood before a crowd inside the White House and told everyone to mask up. He himself chose not to be masked up, and, and that is the problem. I'm having trouble queuing up his audio here. That's all right. Um, he wants you to wear a mask. To get vaccinated and wear a mask. I, here, here's the problem. At this point, I do believe that telling everyone you got to get the vaccine and then still social distance and, and wear a mask kind of hints to people, hey, the vaccine doesn't really work. And if you're going to do that, um, I think that you're going to muddy the message for a whole lot of people more than you should. There's the president. He walks out, doesn't put his mask on. Everybody else masked, including Kamala Harris. He walks out the door after having told everyone they, they got to mask up. He says, we'll get to a new normal when everybody's vaccinated. We're, we're not all going to get vaccinated. We're not all going to. And so they need to figure out a way to get us back to normal. And I, I will tell you, 
the way to get back to normal. I know the way to get back to normal. Get back to normal. Move on. We have a very high vaccine rate in this country. The pandemic they've been telling us is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So go back to normal now. There's no reason to go back to wearing masks or latex gloves or social distancing, even with the Omicron variant. They are doing this out of fear. It's time to stop. The Biden administration promised that they would beat COVID and that we would go back to normal. It would probably be a winning thing for this administration to now say, hey, we won, go back to normal. We've got a high enough vaccine rate. Anyone who gets COVID, they're going to be mild symptoms. Hospitalizations have declined pretty rapidly around the country. Go back to normal. You know, if you want a scene of this, you know, Michigan stormed the field after beating Ohio State. Michigan has the highest rate of COVID in the nation right now. Did you hear the media attack Gretchen Whitmer at all? What if she had an R next to her name? Remember all the hysteria about the SEC crowds and storming the field and how it was going to spread COVID? It never did. And yet the media said that then and ignores it now. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425. Let's go to the phones. Ricky, you're going to be up first. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, it was it was uneventful, as I say. Eric, good. I'm telling you, you are my hero. You are my hero. You have said everything. I, I've told people that and they about bit my head off. The pandemic is over. You're not going to vaccinate 365 million people. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I right. mean, you know, you're going to have to, it's not going anywhere. They're talking about we're going to eradicate the virus. Well, when you eradicate that, I want you to eradicate the common cold. I want you to eradicate the flu. Amen to and that. It, it's, it's, just not, it's just not going to happen. And you, you got you. I mean, just like you said, Michigan State, they, they flooded the field. We've had, we in like the ninth or tenth week of the NFL, Stadium's full. I remember one time they were saying, "Oh, don't go to those football games." Right. Same thing yeah. with college. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, it was a hundred and two thousand when Georgia played Tennessee yeah, in that okay. stadium. Well, we, listen, Ricky. Ricky, you you just violated a terrible rule, and, and you you didn't even know it. We don't talk about Tennessee on this program because uh, my my oh. digital director is a Tennessee fan, and they suck so bad it hurts every time we talk about it. So for for his compassion, we try to avoid Tennessee. Oh, go dogs, go dogs! <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I mean, I mean, but and, and and that's what the media are doing. They keep you hyped because that's all they got. That's mm-hmm. all they got. That in January six, as terrible as it was, that's all they got. California, they storm the stores, they're stealing, and all this stuff, and that's all they got. And they're going to ride this until the midterms. I mean, it, it's just terrible. But, I mean, the pandemic is over. The, it is. the epidemic hey, is hot cold. Yeah, it's endemic, not pandemic. You know, Ricky, you mentioned that. One last thing before I let you go here is, did you know that this weekend on the the TV news shows, there was more conversation about January 6th than Donald Trump than about the guy who drove his car into the Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Or Waukesha, Wisconsin. How about that? They are scared to death of this man. They are scared to death of this man. They really are. 
and his they, voters. And, and, and all the, but it's, it's, it's going to backfire just like it did with Hillary. She thought she could win by, by dogging him out, and it didn't work. And the same thing's going to happen. They're going to lose the Congress and possibly the Senate in the next, next thing. That's why they're pushing to pass this stuff now, because right. they know they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Yeah, they are going to lose. Ricky, thank you. Listen, I, I appreciate you very much and in, in your phone call here. Um, let's see. Uh, you know what? Um, I just got thrown out of my call screening program. And so I got to have Jim <laughs> disconnect the phone call, Ricky, because I can't. I If you hang up on me, all I, we're going to hear is a ringtone here. So I'll let Jim disconnect on you. Sorry about that. My computer is, is flaky on me this morning. My Wi-Fi, there are too many people still home for Thanksgiving, I guess, skipping school today and everybody's internet is flaky. But Ricky raises a good point there that they don't have anything other than this particular issue right now in the media. Uh, They literally have avoided talking about the Waukesha issue. I want to actually spend time on that in the next hour because they're all talking about this apparently autonomous car that ran over people. And they can't even say at the Christmas parade, they've got to say at, at a holiday parade, they can't get the basic facts right on the story, which is just so demeaning and and so bizarre, Um, deeply, deeply frustrating. Um, Now, I got to move on to other things uh, because there's other news out there as well. And this gets to Joe Biden, who did address the nation a short time ago, told people, defended the economy, said everything is hunky-dory, and wants everybody wear masks. Before I go there, though, let me get to Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the program. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I had a question. I, I know this this may be uh, a problem to question the science, Doctor Fauci. Uh, but you know, Pfizer made about what thirty five billion dollars since this pandemic started. They developed a vaccine almost two years ago, and now they're saying you have to take a booster. Now, what happened to the story about natural immunity, and why has that been memory hold? And how many boosters is it going to take before we get back to normal? You know, so that's a great question, and let's deal with it. First of all, I'm I I don't tend to embrace the whole follow the money thing. Like I, I see a meme running around that. Uh, Moderna stock was worth $19 before the pandemic, and now it's worth 300 Well, because they, they finally developed a, a great vaccine. I don't think they're trying to perpetuate and keep this around. I do think they want to profit, and God bless American pharmaceutical companies for, for making good things and trying to profit off of them. That being said, I, I do think we're kind of at the point where it is our elected leaders and people like Dr. Fauci who are the ones seeding the great doubts in the public about the opportunism that's out there. Because you have people like Fauci, for example, who are out there claiming he represents science. If y'all haven't heard this clip yet, this is Fauci. I guess he was on 60 Minutes. Listen to this. You know, we certainly are not going to eradicate it. We've only eradicated one virus in that smallpox. Elimination means there's none of it in the country like we have now with polio and with measles. I don't think we're going to be there with this. But what I do think we will be able to do is get a level of control that's low enough that it doesn't interfere with our function. It doesn't have a major impact on society and what we do. It's not going to go away. The lower we get it, the better off we'll be. 
And you get it that low when you get the overwhelming majority of the population vaccinated and boosted. So like I've said multiple times, Chuck, it's in with our own grasp of how we're going to be able to live with the virus. The lower we get it, the lower the dynamics of virus in the community, the lower the risk to everyone, including vaccinated people. Yeah, okay. So he's right that the vaccine does work. It minimizes hospitalizations and it minimizes deaths. The problem is we rushed out vaccines with a rapidly mutating virus. We told everyone that if you got the vaccine, you wouldn't get the virus. And it turns out that you can still get the virus, which is not what they originally told us, which causes more doubts from people as to whether or not uh, they should even take the vaccine. Then they're still telling people you've got to do everything that you previously were doing because you, you can still get the virus. So then that raises the question of why even get the vaccine? Because we also know that the vaccine causes people to have negative reactions at times and those right. negative reactions also cause all sorts of problems for people my wife and i both had negative reactions with the vaccine you've got the situation with the booster shots giving people um complications and so people wonder is it worth getting the vaccine or getting the virus then you have the disinformation campaign out there the number of people i know who believe that the vaccines have killed more people than the virus is kind of absurd when that's not the case but all of this comes back to a willful lack of trust of the people we should be able to trust. I mean, listen to Fauci again, the arrogance in the statement. All I want to do is save people's lives. I mean, anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous. To me, that's more dangerous than the slings and the arrows that get thrown at me. And if you damage science, you are doing something very detrimental to society long after I leave. Who the hell does this guy think he is? Tony Fauci saying he represents science. He is science. You go after science, you damage science, you leave long-lasting damage. Can he not account for the things that he got wrong? Listen, I think that Dr. Fauci served a role early on in this pandemic. But I think like Beto O'Rourke of Texas, he he bought his press. He believed his press. And the press was hagiographic. It was fawning. It was uncritical. And in the age of Donald Trump, it was rally around Fauci. Remember early on, members of the media perceived Fauci as being a Trump guy and they didn't like him. And then he started whispering that maybe he disagreed with some of the president's statements or he would contradict the president on television. And suddenly he became a rock star in the media. I understand that the science and the data changed over two years. The science and the data has changed. It's true. It's true. And I understand that as the science and the data has changed, Dr. Fauci and those around him, in public health, they have changed their opinions on things. It's, it's true. The science and data have changed, so they have changed their opinions 
based on what they learned. The problem is that not only did they not come out and acknowledge the changes and why they changed, they presumed that you would embrace everything they said without question. And when anyone called them out on any of their changes, they denied change. They, they denied the changes. They themselves have helped foster the misinformation and the disinformation through exceeding bureaucratic arrogance. A bureaucracy unaccountable to the people is a bureaucracy that gets heavy-handed and arrogant. And Fauci has, over time, through fawning praise, knowing this president has his back, he's become arrogant and he lacks the humility that a public servant should have. He lacks the humility to acknowledge when things went wrong. He lacks the humility to restrain himself from speculation. And that has seeded, seized, or caused distrust and misinformation and disinformation and doubt. He has become the worst spokesman possible to put on television. This is the problem with Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci believes Dr. Fauci. And when you believe yourself that much and you do not question yourself, you do not have the necessary humility to exercise caution in the face of a virus that continues to change. You get to this. Dr. Fauci asked about Ted Cruz calling for a probe into Fauci and possible jailing Dr. Fauci, says this. So anybody who spins lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees and the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, that's noise, Margaret. That's noise. I know what my job is. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Do you know, Ted Cruz is an elected United States senator. He's Dr. Fauci's boss. He helped set Dr. Fauci's budget. Dr. Fauci is accountable to Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is not accountable to Dr. Fauci. Regardless of the merits of what you think about Ted Cruz or Tony Fauci, Tony Fauci is a civil servant of the United States government. For Tony Fauci to be slinging partisan shots back at Ted Cruz, whether you like Ted Cruz or not, he's an elected United States senator. For a public servant in the American federal bureaucracy to talk like that is a man who thinks he's above it all, and he's not. He's beneath it all in the org chart. The fact of the matter is Tony Fauci now rides very high in the saddle, and people want to take him down a peg because he hasn't exercised any humility. And the media allows him to come out and be the pontiff of COVID. Every time there's a new variant, they wait for Dr. Fauci to release the white smoke. And it's starting to drive a whole lot of people a whole lot of crazy over what he's doing. And it's time, I think, for Fauci and the rest of them to understand that they got to start exercising a level of humility they have heretofore lacked. Now, I want to tell you about Patriot Mobile. They're on your side. Patriot Mobile is the nation's leading mobile provider for conservatives. 
They are conservative. They're Christian and conservative. And if you if you are a customer of Patriot Mobile, they take a portion of your profits and they donate them to the conservative movement, to the pro-life movement, to the Second Amendment cause. Uh, they get things going for conservatives around the country. Patriot Mobile does. You can be a customer and you can get great discounts. If you're an NRA member, if you're a veteran, if you're a first responder, you got a large family, you can get a great deal from Patriot Mobile and you get free activation by using my name. You go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, or you can call them 972-PATRIOT, 100% U.S.-based customer service, 972-PATRIOT. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425, should you wish to be a part of this program. Listen, um, I I got to um, I, I, I gotta make something clear here. I realize there is a conspiracy theory. I am not a conspiracy theorist. So I do not think that the Omicron variant was released to distract from the uh, Epstein trial of his his madam or whoever she is, Ghislaine Maxwell or whoever. Um, I'm getting emails from people who think I'm ignoring this. To believe this, you must believe that somewhere Southern African countries were paid to conjure this variant release it into the wild to begin infecting people to then spread it to the Western world and timed it in such a way to distract from this trial. Some of you will believe that you need therapists. Normal people don't believe that stuff. Now I realize we live in an age of spectacular conspiracy theories coming true. I just don't think that a virus is complicit in shutting down coverage of this uh, trial. I think that the reason, well, for there isn't a lot of coverage of the trial is one, the judge has thrown everybody out because two, there are a lot of famous people who will be implicated in this trial and the judge is trying to spare them the embarrassment of the coverage when they should be exposed. Uh, there are plenty of reasons to speculate about that trial and what will or will not come out. Uh, but the virus being coordinated in release because of it is probably not related. I'm sorry for those of you who think otherwise. It is actually, it it never ceases to amaze me how uh, people will conjure up elaborate conspiracy theories to explain the way the world works, oftentimes because they're, they're out of their depth in understanding the way the world works, but oftentimes because they're trying to bring some rationality to a chaotic world, so they embrace conspiracy theories. Sometimes the world is far more simple than we make it out to be. Sometimes it's far more complex than we make it out to be. Uh, Very rarely is there a global conspiracy of virologists, epidemiologists, and governments seeking to release a virus on the world to avoid coverage of a particular trial. And you thought these last two years were crazy. Welcome to 2022. It's coming up and nothing makes sense still, especially in business. If you're a small business owner, good luck getting financing from a big bank right now. I can offer you a fantastic solution. If you're looking for $750,000 or more in financing for your business, First Liberty Building and Loan. Let's say you want to buy a new building or you want to refi existing debt or you want to buy a company. Basically, you see opportunity for your business to grow, but you've hit a wall with the mega banks getting financing. That's where First Liberty Building and Loan and my friends, the Frost family, come in. They solve small business financing problems better than anyone I've ever seen. 
They say yes, where big banks say no. It's that simple. Look, just do this. Spend 10 minutes with them. Call them, First Liberty Building and Loan. Say Eric sent you. In 10 minutes, you'll know if you're a good fit for their program. Go to firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. They help small businesses nationwide in all 50 states. Firstlibertyga.com. 